Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Moms, welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast. Hey, we have missed you this summer and we just feel the ramping up back to school and all the things and we thought, gosh, we just want to put something fun in our mom's ears. Even though this is not our scheduled new season, we just wanted to sit down with each other and with you and chat. Because listen, some of you are kinder moms and you about to cry your eyes out (laughs) when you send that baby off to school. And so we want you to be able to laugh, but some of you are high school moms and you are clapping and cheering. You are looking at those babies and saying, get out my house. For sure. Or except when you look at your bank account and you're like, oh, this is, I'm now I'm crying. I don't know. I think I'll pay for them to go somewhere for a while. (laughs) I think that would help my mental state. Did you cry when all of your kids went to kinder? I think I cried when Jake did. But I don't know that I cried when the other two did. I was like think that you first did. one was like, oh, okay, this is kind of tender moment. And the yeah. next two I was like, score. Same with me. I think I I actually cried. I remember being so embarrassed because I took Caleb to like the kinder meet the teacher or whatever. And Mrs. Pemberton, and I was talking with her and sh- I said, now when I drop him off, if it's early, you know, and they're not going to class, because I'm picturing dropping my little five-year-old off in this big building and he has to find his way to this classroom. Right? I thought they like met them at the door. Well, I didn't know I didn't know the procedure, right? All I knew is this new mom going into this thing was that my poor baby who could like barely wipe his hiney was gonna have to try and find the way from the front door to his classroom. Listen, what I know about Kate Henderson is that you way prepare your kids for things. So I'm a hundred percent sure he knew how to do more than wipe his hiney. Okay. It's the Bradford kids that send out to the world with like I Good luck. Uh, well, I don't know. I know, but, he, you know, he can't tie his shoes. So anyway, so she said, well, if they get here early, then they go sit in the gym. And then when the bell rings, then they all walk to their class. And I looked at her and my eyes filled with tears. And I was like, wait, what What do you mean? Wait, he's going to go into a gym where he doesn't know anybody. And he's going to go sit in there. And then a bell's going to ring. And he's supposed to know, you know, because just as a new mom, you're like, bless your heart. You just don't know all they can do. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't know he could do all of that. I just never thought about those things. Oh. I just send them into the building, into the abyss of go and find your way in the world. I don't have these thoughts about what are you doing in the meantime. Yeah. Well, and I didn't know that usually like the first two or three days of school, you can walk them in and, you know, make them sure they get to their seat and everything, which helped me out considerably too. But like, just, I didn't know any of that. So thinking that I was just going to hand over my baby into this big building and he was going to find his way, that was too much for Kate. And then the next two, you're like, listen, y'all got this. Yeah. Get a girl. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Which is funny because your first one was a boy and your second two were girls. You'd think with the girls, you'd be a little bit more like, okay, baby. But I knew what was going to happen. So I took them, you know, to their classes the first two days. But then they they all had had older brothers or sisters to make sure they got to the room. Yes. Right? So it's like just a completely different deal. Yes. I've just, I've already seen kinder moms online, you know, like thinking through the lunchbox. Yeah. And I had this sweet friend that had her child actually sit down with her lunchbox at home and eat her lunch in a timely manner. 
So she knew how yes. to get it all down during the time she had at lunch. And I was like, that's genius. I never did that for my kids. It's genius because, you know, if you have a kid that's a slow eater, you know, they, you got to practice it. And the other thing that's so good to practice is like opening the things. Can they open a chip no, bag? No, girl, they got a lunch monitor in there. Sis, Come on, That friends. lunch monitor has hundreds of kids. Open my kids' uh, apple juice for them. Thank you. Now listen. No, your child needs to know how to, I have been a preschool teacher. Your child needs to know how to peel a mandarin orange if you're putting them in there yeah see i Cuties. don't send fruit okay we send high calorie no processed and, okay foods. now that's the worst if you send <laughs> the fruit cups with all the juice okay now i do agree with that because it does spurt on you that and is then the it gets on your clothes absolute worst thing gogurts <laughs> are also highly problematic like if you can afford the twist top yogurts you know that are like an applesauce yes thing, if you can do that, Mama, please, for the love of God, do that for your teacher. Because the Go-Gurts, they start trying to tear that thing, and that sucker squirts all over the place. I know, but when I send yogurt, it makes me feel like a really good mom. Yeah. Because I'm sending healthy options. Yeah, that's fine. So that outweighs the trouble of opening it. Okay, just teach your kid how to open it. Rebecca, I need to stick you in a kindergarten cafeteria for one day. No, the Lord did not call me to that. Okay. I'm so sorry. That I'm telling you from boots on the ground experience, you got to train your kids how to open these things. No. No. And listen, this year they have to take their lunch because last year in our school district, they could buy it for free because of the COVID it was so craziness. Yeah. I am so sad. So like, sad. man, I got to make lunches again. No. Mm. You do not have to make those lunches. Those okay. kids can make their own lunches. Okay. But I do hate to have the lunch train going again because it's like, oh, here we go. Schlepping out all the meat and the cheese and the bread every night. You every know? night. Yes. Now, there's probably moms listening that are like have hacks, you know, where they like make all the sandwiches for the week one night or something, which is actually pretty smart. Listen, that's not. the first week. You're like gung-ho. Yeah. And then you get to the third week and you're like, I'm out on this. What is the easiest way to make this happen in the morning? For sure. You're Cheese like. Cheese it bag. Yeah, you just start throwing bags stick, of things into the lunch Cup box. of applesauce. <laughs> Check. I know, but Rebecca, we're out here in inflation times. So we're about to have to figure this out. It's about to be peanut butter sandwiches. No, we can't even afford jelly. It's no. going to be white bread Jiffy peanut butter. They're like, Peter Pan. they're not gonna be able to talk after lunch because their <laughs> tongues are stuck to the top of their mouth because all that peanut butter. They have anything to wash it down with. No, I mean the Hendersons aren't gonna be buying all that prepackaged stuff. We're gonna have to go get the Costco three gallon goldfish, and they're gonna have to Ziploc bag those things themselves. Okay, but listen, I feel like the goldfish gets stale. Like when you buy the big packages. By halfway through that thing, those are stale goldfish. That's nasty. My children do not. There's not enough time. I need a really crunchy, <laughs> fresh goldfish cracker. Caleb basically walks around. You know how horses, will they'll attach like a feed sack to their face? He basically walks around with a, it's like an aluminum colored, you know, the three bags that come in the Costco yes, box. Yes, It's basically like his feed sack attached to him. Like he's just constantly eating. So he's they don't eating. have time to go stale around yes, here. Yes, yes. So, okay, before we talk any more about back to school, we have not been with you guys all summer, so we wanted to just catch up a little bit on summer, what we've been up to, and uh, so Rebecca, tell us what have you, what your summer looks like. Okay, so I just want to say that I have learned after 16 years of parenting, the best week of the summer is the first week out of school. Yeah. Because everybody is so happy to be home. Mm -hmm. They're so tired, mm -hmm. so they sleep good. Yeah. You, as a mom, don't care about anything. Yeah. Like, the house, the food, the clothes. It's right. like, we are just going to live it up for a week. Yeah. I feel like it's all downhill after that. You know, I 100% agree. 
they're just so happy to be there. They're not asking you for stuff. You're not having to take them anywhere, you know? Yes. And it's not one bazillion scorching degrees. Yes. Truth, truth on that. So they can, like, go play outside and stuff like that, you yes. know? So that's the best week of the summer. Um, and then it just, it's like boots on the ground. Here we go. Camps. Girl. Church. Yes. Playdates. Yeah. Swimming pool. Yeah. Sunscreens. Trips. Trips. Yeah. It yeah. just all comes at you. Yeah. And then, you know, in Texas here, it's been blazing hot. I felt like June, I was like, summer, I'm into it. I'm feeling good. <laughs> we were doing like our little daily checklist and, you know, it was all rainbows and sunshine. And then July, I was like, oh, it's too much. Yes. We had such a hot July. Yes. Yes. And then here we are in August and we're basically just fried to a crisp and I'm mad about everything and... You know, I don't even want to go to the grocery store or go anywhere because it's so hot and it makes me feel angry. This is when you fight over the shady parking spot. Like, I will park in the back of the grocery store parking lot if there is a tree. Yeah, because by the time you get to your car, you know, you're setting your legs on fire just to sit in your car. Yes, I totally agree. So, So, but you guys had a big thing happen this summer in your family. (laughs) Tell us about what happened in San Antonio. Or So. Is that where y'all were in San Antonio? Yeah, we went on vacation to San Antonio. Um, so my son, my oldest son, has had this cyst on his back for over a year, and we've been able to manage it. Yeah. And we went on vacation to San Antonio, and he told me it was bothering him. So before we left, I got him some antibiotics so that we could, like, get ahead, feeling like a great mom. Because he had had it before, and you'd use antibiotics, and it went away. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so we get to vacation, and every day, he's like, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, I can't sit, I have to lay down, he couldn't go to the pool, so we get to midweek of vacation, and we had bought tickets to Schlitterbahn. Yeah. And I don't know if you're like me, but when I pay for things, we go. And for those non-Texan, Schlitterbahn is this epic water park. You epic ride water tubes park. and slides. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we had looked forward to it all summer. Yeah. And I I just was like, you can do this. You can tough it out. You're what? fine. 100%. Like you're yes. sitting on a tube. It's like a fluffy pillow. Yes. So it should feel good. Yes, I'm with you. Okay, halfway through the day at Schlitterbahn, he is like in so much pain. He can't even ride the water ride. So he has to go sit at one of them like crazy little tables on that weird carpet that yeah. you're like the green to, turf you're scared carpet. to walk on but yeah. you're you can't wear your shoes so uh-huh. you have to so uh-huh. then you just pray to the lord to like not let germs sink into your skin and kill you yeah and so we get done with the day and um have dinner and on the way back to the hotel he's just like i can't do it anymore so greg's like let's just go to an urgent care we can do that we can yeah. go to an urgent care it is 8 p.m at night yeah and the urgent care closes at 8 30 i mean we just like slide right in there in uh-huh. the last minute well, this, this cyst on his back has become an abscess, so it's become infected, and it's so far under the skin that the urgent care doctor cannot help us. And so she says, I think you need to go to the ER. And again, I'm that mom that's like, okay, when you say go to the ER, do you mean now? <laughs> or do you mean... Or can we go to sleep and do this tomorrow? Can we do this tomorrow? Can I go home tomorrow and then go to the ER? Like, that's me. Yeah. She says, well, I've already called and... and Told them you're coming. Okay, so that means we're at a oh, 10. Okay, we're going. Yeah. So I go back into the car. Greg's like, great, I'll take, you know, you and the other kids back to the hotel, and then I'll take Jake. Uh-huh. Well, fast forward 12 hours, he's in emergency surgery because the ER cannot do what's happening either, and so he has to go under anesthesia and be cut open so they can go and get the infection out of his body. Oh, my God. So the next morning I wake up in the hotel, which I didn't sleep great, but I did 
I mean, is that bad that I slept? No, I'm so thankful you well, did. No, this is these are the things we promote: is self care. You have got to sleep and eat, and yeah. And I wake up and Greg calls and he says, "Okay, he's already back in the OR. What is happening? Yeah, the surgery didn't take long, so we ended up in the hospital for the last two days of vacation. And little did I know that they don't close the wound. So because it was so deep and so intense, he had to leave the wound open to drain. But let's talk about the actual size of this thing. Because it was five inches wide. Okay, so that's so funny. It's not five inches. It's five centimeters, which is still large. Like if you get your ruler out five centimeters and you point that down into your body, it goes real far. That's real far. So it's real deep. I really... I have been picturing, because you've been using inches as inches, your yes. unit of measurement this whole time. And that's like almost half a foot. So I've been picturing this huge I think hole. That's your, I think that's your whole back. I think that would go like from your stomach to your back. I think it would be the whole when thing. When did you realize you had been saying inches and you meant centimeters? Like what? when did this dawn A week ago. <laughs> a week ago. We've been in this chaos for like a month now. Because I've been picturing, didn't you remember me saying to you at some point, I said, how is that not touching his organs? Yes, people, several people have said that to me. And I've been like, no, you're wrong. I know what I'm talking about. Listen, moms, I was able to look into my child's body and see flesh and almost oh see bone. Okay? okay, it was a lot. Yeah. And those are those moments in motherhood where you have to do the thing because we had to pack the wound. Yeah. But in that moment, you're like, how in the world am I doing this? Mm. This is this is beyond me. Like, I've caught vomit. Right. We've cleaned up pee and poop. Yeah. This is a whole new level. Nasty. Whole new level. Yeah. Um, and my son and I are very close now. Uh-huh. I bet very you close. are, too. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like, really, when he meets his future wife, I'm going to be like, okay, just so you know, I know all the things. <laughs> All of them. Because he's a man now. He's a man body. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, the wound was so large, we had to go to a wound specialist, and he is currently on a wound vac, which is a machine that um, creates a pocket in in the wound where no um, air can get in, so it can fully suck out all the moisture and everything. It promotes healing. We have seen miracle healing in the last week. We are so encouraged, but he has literally had to do nothing for weeks except lay on his stomach. He's not allowed to sit can't work can't play sports he can't sweat he has to eat on his stomach all the things well and I can testify I mean I know it's been so hard for you guys but I can testify you know how bad things looked when you really when you went to the wound specialist and found out oh wow this is this is going to be a long healing process and it felt so overwhelming so overwhelming you know moms when you have a kid that loves something and can't do that thing because of something that you almost kind of feel like is partially your fault because I really did feel like I should have done more. I should have stopped. We shouldn't have gone to serve on. <laughs> should just let that ticket money waste. Um, I should have just done more. And so you feel this huge responsibility as a mom that you have somehow harmed your child in a way that's not an easy fix. Yeah. And now they're having to endure through something that you think you could have had control over. Now, God has since, you know, talked me out of that. He knew Good. he was sovereign. He Good. was control of, in control over all that. And we honestly saw him show up in so many ways throughout the process where it could have been even worse. Right. So I see his kindness. But I just know for us as mamas, we feel so responsible for our children. Of course. And can take a, a deep dive into a pit when we feel like we have maybe done something that has harmed them. 
For sure. Oh. And I have seen him come out of it stronger. Yeah. And it has encouraged his relationship with the Lord. It's brought Amazing. our family together. Wow. Because when you're on vacation and yeah. somebody has surgery, yeah. you are all in it together. Yes. And so there have been some beautiful family. that My kids have been nice to each other. Amazing. They're so nice to him right Miracles. now. I know it'll change again one day. Sure. So we are so expectant and hopeful that we are going to get to the other side of this and have a ministry out of it. Yes. And be able to use this as a, a way to look back and see what God did in our family through a really difficult time. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's just been neat to be praying for you guys and then for you to say, oh my goodness, the healing is happening like way beyond anything we could have expected. And just to praise our very good healer who actually does that. You know, we just forget sometimes that he's good and he does heal. And y'all, the way he created the human body is amazing. Yeah. And even in the midst of feeling like this thing was so awful, I saw the human body respond. Yeah in a way that only God created. I mean, God created our bodies to rejuvenate, yeah. to build back, yeah. to put flesh where there was no flesh, yeah. to close up wounds. Uh-huh. It's amazing to me. That's cool. I love that. Well, and you know, I mean, I famously, I think Carol, uh, Lydia was four years old, and we took her to the Texas State Fair with a broken collarbone. Yes. You know? <laughs> She had fallen, her and Caleb were playing chase in the house the night before. She had fallen. She had said it hurt. But, you know, it's just like that. Like, you don't know how bad it is. No, and your kids typically don't always, like, express fully. Yeah. Because they don't have the words. They don't exactly know what's happening. Yeah. So So. we take her to the fair the next day, and she won't raise her left arm ever. You know, she'll raise her right arm. She won't. If you try and touch her left arm, it hurts. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this might be bad. And we take her to the urgent care and they do an x-ray and sure enough she has a broken collarbone you know did you say hey we just came from the state fair uh yeah so gosh that was one of the weirdest things so so it had been hot and sweaty at the texas state fair right so and i I was wearing this like cuff on my wrist like a bracelet type thing and my sweat that it had like put a little black around my wrist where the cuff was and i had taken it off but i just hadn't had a chance to clean it yet so we're sitting in that urgent care here's lydia with a broken collarbone and then the doctor looks at me and she sees my wrist and she pulls me aside and she says are you safe is everything okay at home (laughs) yes dude Yes, because she thought, and I was like, no, 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 this is, this is from my bracelet. Let me show you my bracelet. This comes right off. And I mean, actually, really, I actually appreciate that she took the time to ask the question, but it made me so nervous. Like, oh gosh. Was Jeremy in the waiting room? No, he wasn't there. That was the other thing. This is my loving husband. It's all fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, anyway, I'm so thankful, you know, for how well that's going, but I know that's been so hard. So my summer has been, um, just bananas, you know, just like all summers are just kind of bananas, yes. but it's been good. My big thing is I turned 40 this summer. That's right. Yes. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here because for all of you that aren't here, I'm kind of mad at you because you're in your 30s still and I'm not, so. I still have really mixed feelings about it. So I turned 40 on July 7th and I didn't post anything about it on social until like July 22nd. That's okay. Because I wasn't ready. It you're took easing me a minute. in. Yeah, it took me a minute. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, so, cause people kept walking up to me saying happy birthday or whatever the weekend, you know, after I posted and I was like, mm, thank you. You know, it was three weeks ago. I finally just got the courage to share. <laughs> no. Well, you're going to, I mean, you're here. You can't leave now. So it's okay. It I takes know. takes you a minute. I know. I'm, I'm, you know, listen, my thirties were my favorite decade so far. And if that's the case, then I feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm so much more comfortable with who I am. And, um, you know, I know my body's going to start falling apart a little bit because that's already happening, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think it's just going to keep getting better. So 
Anyway, it'll be good. I'll just keep my mouth shut. That's fine. For right now. Just smile and nod. Mm, I'll smile and nod. Okay, so something else we did this summer is we each bought a couple of things that have had... Life-changing, y'all. Life-changing. Okay, so I have a life-changer, and you do too, but I can't wait. So you're going to go first. Tell us. Okay, so I was listening to a podcast early in the summer, and it was all about our periods. Mm -hmm. PSA moms, if you've got a kid in the car. Do they know how babies are made? Because we're about to talk about it. Um, And so she, this woman on the podcast talked about these underwear that are literally like a pad in your underwear. Uh Uh-huh. And it sounds gross. No, this totally freaks me out. Like, I can't handle it. But I... I just, I need something new for that area because uh-huh. I'm tired of it uh-huh. and I'm not to menopause yet. So I got some time left yeah, here. Yeah. And so I thought, why not? Uh-huh. I'm just going to try it. So they're called, my particular brand is called Modi Body. Okay. And I ordered two pairs. They're uh-huh. two pairs of um, reusable underwear uh-huh. that are, have this fancy technology that allow you to wear them on your period, even overnight and not leak. And what then, about on like your really heavy day? So I bought, they have different kinds. And so I bought the overnight ones, which okay. have a thicker padding. And okay. then I bought a light to moderate pair, which is like just to wear during the day. Okay. And I love them. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm buying a pair for every day of my period week <laughs> because I love them. Life changing. wait a minute. Aren't you ever afraid that like the juice is going to squirt out? No. Okay. So listen, I've tested it for you moms. I was the guinea pig. I went first. Okay. No leaks. No okay. leaks. But don't you feel nervous that like, oh my gosh, there's like a bunch of stuff in there and I'm no. walking around. No. But because with the pad, it just feels like, which I wear pads, not tampons. But with the pad, it just, uh, just don't understand all day that long. Either. You're like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, and you have to change it. Yeah. With the underwear, it just feels like so much cleaner. Okay. And it goes under my clothes better. Okay. And then you just go to the bathroom like normal. Okay. And then you just pull them little babies up and keep going at the grocery store. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. So here's what you do. Don't, don't freak out. Okay. When you take them off, you go to the sink and you rinse them in cold water. Uh-huh. So you have to rinse them. Yeah. But it all comes out. You can see it's all coming out. And then you just put them in the washing machine like normal. Wash them with your clothes. No big deal. Okay. Hang to dry. Okay. And then you wear them again. I've washed them twice. I've worn them several times. Okay. They are amazing. <sighs> I'm, there's a lot happening in my brain right now. So I feel like good for you. I still don't understand why you're not doing tampons instead of pads. But, I mean, I guess I'm glad that you Listen, like it. Listen, there's another mom out there that doesn't like tampons either. I know you're out there, sweetie. You and I are friends. I just never did, okay? It's like cauliflower. I don't like cauliflower. <laughs> tampons. I don't like tampons. Well, and some people swear by, like, that goddess cup thing, and it's hard for me to imagine how and that And see, I'm not work. there yet, and I'm not going to be the guinea pig. So somebody else is going to have to okay. go first on okay. that. Okay. But... I mean, like, literally, I want to buy them for all my friends. Like, for your birthday this year, you might get a pair no. of oh my Because I am so excited about them. I just want to tell the whole world. But it's not well, really a conversation you can just, like, blast over, you know, well, I'm kind of doing it right now on the podcast. <laughs> So. I think it's an awesome solution, especially like for our girls starting their periods. <gasps> so that's part of the reason I did it because I know Abby's going to be there one day. And yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, going places when I was on my period in middle yeah. school uh-huh. was the worst. The worst, yeah. So if you didn't have to carry all that stuff with yeah. you and you just had on a pair of panties, that would be so amazing. See, that's a huge thing because I always thought that was the hardest thing was taking the paraphernalia to the bathroom yes. in a discreet way. Yes. You know, with tampons, you're like tucking it kind of into your hand. and Or you, you know, like put it in your back pocket yeah. and then pray it didn't fall out. Oh, you my walk 
to the bathroom. Pray it does not I always took a sweatshirt to school to wrap Uh around my waist just in case. Just in case. Okay, so that could be the solution. They're amazing. Okay. There's lots of different brands, so I can't speak to the other brands, but I used Monty Body. I always get ads, I think, for like Thinks or something. T-H-I-N-X. I don't know. Yes, there are definitely several brands out there. Okay. But listen, I need some shout outs from you moms. If you have used these, I need you to reach out to me on social. DM me because we need to bond. Okay, I cannot wait. Good. Okay, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, what did you buy that you love? So I have perpetually every summer struggle with under boob sweat. Do you ever have that? No. Okay, so for our brick homed ladies. Brick home? Brick house. She's a brick house. What does that mean? I don't oh know what that means. Oh, my gosh. Means does it mean something? You've got a lot going on upstairs. Well endowed. What? what is, how does brick <laughs> associate with boob? Do you not know that song? I do, but I've never known what it meant. <laughs> and you could you could not have convinced me it meant boob at any point in my life. Brick house. Boobs. Boob house. That, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that works. I'm so confused. Okay. And where do you learn this stuff? Does it just come to you? Does the Holy Spirit just go, Kate, brick means boo. Well, the song says, like, she's a brick house. She's my to my to just letting it all hang out. I, You know she's got everything that a woman needs to get a man. I don't know how you don't know that it's about boobs. What if boobs. it means but? It could mean but, truly, actually. Okay, but my brick house is heavy on top. Okay. 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 There's nothing happening on the other end. <laughs> It's like a concave slope. Okay. So anyway, so I've struggled with it. So then like in the summers, I mean, I'm having to like wash my bras all the time. And at the end of the day, like I'm, you know, when I'm getting ready for bed, I'm like washing under my boobs because I just cannot even stand it, you know. And anyway, it gets tricky if you want to have like spontaneous love because you're like, I'm super self-conscious about it. Yeah, I said it. Rebecca's cringing. Okay. Listen, when I said earlier we were going to talk about where babies came from, I didn't know we were going all the way. So... Yeah. So this year I made it, I was like, I am going to figure out the answer to this. Because for years I've put just like deodorant under there. Like I'm doing my armpits and I do under there. But it just doesn't really like get the job done. Like it takes a little bit of the sting off, but not completely. Okay. Okay. So I started researching and I tried a few different things. And I have to tell you my absolute favorite thing. All right. So this is called Secret Weightless Dry Spray. And it's it the scent is wild rose and argon oil and it smells so good and it says forty eight hour sweat and odor protection and like literally like it makes my bras smell better and then like my boobs do not stink. Do you one use it bit. under your arms too? Is it like all in one? I think you could probably use it under your arms. Yeah, because the little picture on here has them using it under the arms, but I don't. I use my regular deodorant that I like under my arms, and then I just do a little quick choop choop under my boobs and put my bra on. Listen, that's amazing. Yeah, it's been a game changer for me because people were saying, you know, there's like some people use powder, you know, but that felt messy. And there's like spray powders and even that kind of felt messy. This is like when you say spray powder, I think of Pam baking spray (laughs) where it sprays the flour on the muffin tin cup, you know, supposed to be better for your baking. Okay, but basically that. That's what it does, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, these are your little muffin cups up here, you know, so you're just. (laughs) Put a little spray under there. So when in a bind, just go to the cabinet and get your Pam baking spray. Yes. But so anyway, so I'm not self-conscious about it anymore. And yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that fun? Yes. And I would have never guessed that people needed to research that. (laughs) Well, now you know. Now you know. 
Moms, I feel like we have helped you out so much today. Mm, 100%. We have given you answers to the boobs and the mm. bottom of the brick house. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. The boobs and the butt area. Yes. Yeah. We literally, like yeah. this week is changing your life right now as 100%. you're listening to us. Yes. Haven't you missed us? Oh my goodness. Okay. Amazing. So we have circled all the wagons and we wanted to, you know, kind of just like land with you guys talking a little bit about back to school. You know, we love some practical talk over here. So we wanted to just as you guys are getting out all the school supplies and making sure, are you making Listen, sure? Listen, by the time they hear this episode, their kids are in school. They yes. doing it. If they they're, have packed the backpack. They have sent them little babies off. If they're in Texas, but if they're not, you always forget that we have people listening around the world. People in other states don't start school yet? Some people don't. No. Like, when do they start? I think some people don't start until, like, Labor Day. <gasps> you can do that? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> what is happening in Texas? starting so early well especially like i think the northeastern states and stuff like that i think they start later y'all live your best life for these next two weeks seriously but the next two i mean the last two weeks of the summer are pretty brutal i mean it's like they're like so bored and yeah wanting to eat everything okay tell me something do you like do you buy back to school clothes you know this year we didn't do a lot of it because we don't have any money (laughs) inflation and medical bills. And and your medical bills. So yeah. I told the guys, I said, you can have shoes. Yeah. And then because it's so hot, you don't yeah. need anything new. Just no. keep wearing them sweaty gym clothes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need anything nice yet. Maybe in the fall. Yeah. But this year's just been different. I'm like, you're fine. Yeah, I agree. I like for them to have like a back to school outfit and probably a new pair of shoes. And then this year... We usually make the kids keep their backpacks at least two years, and so two of the kids are rotating, you know, needed new backpacks, which, whew. But Lydia wanted a Jansport, which I thought was so fun. That's what Abby has. It does, Yes, yes. And that's what was cool when I was growing up was Jansport. And I'm pretty sure that at Kohl's you can use your Kohl coupon on Jansport backpacks. Ooh, okay, no, we had to order a special from the Jansport website because she wanted this particular color. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But they were running a special, so it was fine. I need to go to Kohl's and get it 30% off. That's uh, my jam. Okay, so let's talk to, yeah, I just can't handle Kohl's. It's too much for Kate. Listen, I want to go there one day with you. Oh, And I want to make you try on Sonoma. No. <laughs> <laughs> you would die. Die. Absolute <laughs> death. No, I can't handle it. I can't. Oh, I and having it. to keep up with them bucks. And then and then you never know. Like you get to the checkout and you think, well, I got a pretty good deal on this. You know, it said it was 56, but it's actually 23. And then she's dinging it up and she's like, actually, this is negative $5. And you're like, okay, great. Exactly. <laughs> that is the beauty of Kohl's. Yes. No, it's too much. It's too messy in there. It's too dark. I need things to be bright. You said organized. It's dark. It is dark. Oh, it's Think about the lighting in there. It's depressing. (laughs) I don't like it. I can't do it. Okay, so, but let's talk about back to school because rhythms start to change. Whether you're a mom putting your babies in preschool, grade school, middle school, high school, even, you know, going off to college, like it causes a change in our rhythms and our routines. And if you're at home or you're working, both, you know, it's just kind of a, it's a disruption. And so, you know, I like to see those as opportunities. I always really like um, a new season because I like the opportunity of it, but it 
there is the stress of it starting, right, and turning well, the Well, by the end of the summer, the wheels have come off. Yeah. I mean, nobody's doing their chores. Right. Everybody's on tech way too much. Yeah. Bedtimes are completely random. Yep. I mean, I'm going to sleep, and I'm like, I hope y'all get to bed because <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. So we had a family meeting just recently because I just needed to sit down with the kids and say, okay, we're resetting. Here yeah. we go again. Yeah. Do y'all remember chores? Uh-huh. We have those. I don't want to do them anymore. <laughs> so everybody pick one. Yeah. Um, homework. I just wanted, I knew that two of my kids were going to have really hard years. Like they're just going to have more homework this year. And so I just wanted to remind them that we're going to do that first okay. and we're not going to get on tech and we're not going to play around. And I, you have a limited amount of time after school to get this stuff done. Wow. And we have to do it. Good for you. And then I just wanted to talk to them too about respect. Cause I also feel like in your home by the end of the summer, you've kind of lost some of that respect from your kids. Yeah. They're just getting to kind of do their own thing. The arguing, the eye rolling, uh-huh. the, uh. Yeah. So I just re-upped and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. So when I say it, you have one response. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's it. And right. Yeah. And you, and you really have to crack down on that, you know, and if they don't do it, there's got to be something swift where it's like, okay, well, no screens for the rest of the day. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like I'm not playing with you. Mm-mm. And and it's I'm not asking you to like do some crazy slave labor. I'm asking you to load the dishwasher. That's what I said. I was like, y'all, I've done so much. Yeah, and I ask you to do one little thing and you throw a fit. Yeah, no, right. Uh, uh-uh. which I probably do more than you do because I'm making their sandwiches and their <laughs> oh, wow. water bottles and toast. I make their toast. <laughs> But I'm like, listen, you got to be able to put that dish in the dishwasher. Yeah. When you walk by the trash can and there's a bag of trash, you will take that out to the can. Yeah. This is not the end of the world. Right. Be proactive. Take care of your stuff. Yeah. No, that's good. No, and and we need to do that. We need to have a family meeting. I kind of, uh, I mean, this is such a first world problem, but we, Jeremy and I redid our budget. We hadn't done it since inflation and everything. And so we've just been kind of eaten into our savings and everything and had to go, okay, let's recalibrate. Like, how are we going to do this? So we've got to, we've got to stay on top of this. And so we had to go through and make some cuts, you know, okay, are we watching Hulu? No, nobody's watching Hulu. Cut it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Um, we're not doing this or that, or, or we can cut, we don't have to do it. Let's cut it. Right. Right. Um, so, so just going through and cutting some things, but I, I had to sit the big kids down and say, Hey guys, we're cutting the cleaners. Yeah. You know, we've, we've got to cut, that's a, that's a big expense. Um, and so it's got to go and they, their eyes got so big, like, Oh my gosh, what? (laughs) You're going to have to clean your own bathroom. Yeah. And really it just has, it's just made things so much easier because they come every other week. So I really don't have to clean bathrooms. Right. To me, that's the thing I hate cleaning is the bathroom, you know? Um, so on the, on the other weeks, we're all kind of doing like a little clean, but like they do the big deep thing. So I've got to figure out our program, how we're going to do this now and sit down and give reassigned chores and everything that, that people have to own and they can totally do it. Yes, they can. Know? If you're a mama out there and you don't have your kids doing a chore, here it is. Yeah. Try it this year. Yeah. Start small if you have to, but I promise they can do more than you think they can do. And it is, is such a help to us yeah. as a mom. Even I told them, even if you don't remember and I just have to say, Hey babe, can you get the trash? Yeah. That's fine. I don't mind reminding you. I need you to respond well. Sure, mom. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. But I'm not asking you to change the world in our house. I'm just asking you to help keep us as a family moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Christina Garrett, whom we love, I heard her say something. She did a reel or something the other day. And she talked about the difference between 
helping and contributing. So she said, if I ask one of my kids or I ask you, you know, can you bring me a cup of coffee? Okay, well, you're helping me, right? Because you're bringing me something that you don't need. I need it, right? So you're doing a help for me. Right. But when you are cleaning the floors or loading the dishwasher or doing the laundry, you're you're not helping me. You're contributing to this family. Agreed. Right? Yes. So I think it's a little bit of a shift in mindset and trying to help our children understand you're not doing me a favor here. Mm-mm. This is what our family does. We all throw in together. We contribute. Yes. Right? Yes. And I just liked that little tweak yes. of using that language and helping just our children to understand we're, we're in this together. This doesn't, the default is not mom. Yes. Right? Yes. The and de- I think it changes their mindset too as far as... I think sometimes our kids are like, oh, I'm awesome because <laughs> I took out the trash. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, it's trying to remind them it's not so that you can puff yourself up and yeah. feel really good, you know, because yeah. if anybody's feeling good in this house, it's me because I'm doing it all. Okay. <laughs> but it's the idea that as part of society, right. as part of the Christian body, right. as part of the family, yeah. we all have a job. That's right. And we put ourselves into that job we do with excellence and then everybody wins. That's right. That's so good. That's right. So I think the other thing I just would want to share with back to school is, you know, we typically do, in my family, we do a back to school dinner. And, you know, when the kids were little, I would always make sure it was the night of the first day of school, you know. But then over time, I started realizing how stressful that was for me because the first day of school is a lot. It's a lot, yes. You know, and even that first night, them coming home and we're filling out all these papers and I don't know, I just think anytime you do something new, it just requires a lot more mental um exercise. I can't think of the the brains like loading, cannot think of the word, (laughs) but you know, you're just requiring a lot of mental energy. You're requiring physical energy. You're pushing against inertia because you've been doing things one way. And now you're trying to change this whole course of getting up, going to bed, the whole thing. Right. So I started deciding, you know what, I'm going to do it maybe the first week, just when I feel like it. Right. Or when you don't have something that evening. Yes. When we start school practices, everything starts. Yes. It's not like we get a couple weeks in. It's like it's all begins. Yeah. And so it was easier for me to do that, you know, especially when the kids were in preschool or early elementary. Um, you know, but now that they're high school, sixth grade, first grade, I'm just going to kind of go with it and not put that great. pressure on myself. Yeah. But I really do like to, and I'll put in the show notes, kind of the things that we do every year. And even though I have a 14 year old, we're going to still read how full is your bucket. I mean, we read it every year because it talks about, you know, our family mantra. We used to pick a new theme every year and I decided, no, our school years are going to be about be kind, work hard, have fun. Yes. That is the three tenets that we stand on right? We're going to be kind to other people. We're going to look out for them. How full is my bucket is all about looking for opportunities to put drops in other people's buckets. Yes. And noticing when drops are coming out of our buckets and how we respond when our buckets feel empty, you know? Um, So just being kind and that we work hard, you know, that we're not trying to do the bare minimum, but we always just really try and give our best Um, and that we have fun. You know, I want my children to love learning. I want it to be exciting for them. Um, Whether it's, you know, what they're learning in the classroom or their sport they're playing or playing their instrument, I want there to be joy in that. And I, in our work, you know, even in, in our house, when we all need to have a cleaning time, we'll just turn up the music and try and enjoy it. Like try to have fun in your work. There can, there's joy to be found in that. There's a good payoff. And so just not letting it all be about the drudgery. Well, and it can get that way for sure, especially as our kids get older and things do get harder. Yeah. 
and it it's not fun anymore. Yeah. You know, it was fun in third grade. It's not fun in ninth grade. Yeah. You know, homework is tough. Yeah. And it's tough to go into a classroom and not know anybody. And it's tough to have a teacher that maybe expects more than you're used to. Yeah. And so we're setting our kids up for success when we encourage them to find joy even in that. Yes. That God has something good to show you even in those difficult moments. Yeah. Because when we send them out into the world one day, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. And just like us as moms, we have to figure out how to have fun in our everyday work, you know, and all those mom stuff that we do that we're like, uh, <laughs> how can I find joy in this? Because yes. when I am a joyful mom, my kids see that. That's right. Yes. So, and then we have the opportunity that way, then as the dinners, as we have dinners together after school starts, hey, what was fun today? You know, did you have an opportunity to be kind to someone or were they kind to you? You know, and just start having those conversations so that those things are on their mind. So um, anyway, I can share more about that later, about what we do for back to school. But I think it's just what you and I've talked about of carving out Sitting down for a minute, first of all, as ourselves as moms and thinking and, and maybe with our partner, you know, with your spouse and thinking about what is this year going to be about? What are we doing well that we want to keep doing? Where do we need some tweaking? You know, as things change, what do we need to communicate out front? Right. Because mm -hmm. so often, you know, the problems occur just as we get caught up in the fury and the whirlwind of the busyness and then things start breaking down. If we can get out ahead of that, mm -hmm. plan a little bit, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just plan a little bit, have some, have some plans and some goals and some markers in place, it can really change so much. Well, and one of the things that I've talked about before too is don't wait. Mm -hmm. So if you're hearing this episode today and you're like, I haven't done that, mm -hmm. it's okay. You can do it today. You can do it tomorrow. You don't have to set aside like some big fancy hoorah. Right. You can just, when you have a free moment, sit your family down and do this. Yeah. And know that it's not about the decorations yeah. and the fancy meal sure. or everybody being in a good mood because everybody's not always going to be in a good mood. It's just about you, just what Kate said, carving out the time to say this is important. And because it's important, I'm going to make time for it. Yeah. You know, in the scriptures, it says it, it challenges us to make the best use of time. And that's something we want to do as moms because there's all these opportunities we have for how we can spend our time. But we want to make the best use of it. And so we have to fight against the tyranny of the urgent, you know, the things that um, are not as important, but they are barking the loudest, you know. I think if we can sit down with our families and get a little intentional about our time, we can figure out what we want to say yes to so that it makes our no's easier, right? We want to say yes to, maybe your family wants to say yes to having family time every Friday night. You know, there are families mm -hmm. who say Friday night is family night. So then you have to say no to other things. That's right. Right? Yes. Um, or, or we're having dinner this many nights together a week. Okay, so then we're going to say no to some other things because we are having this time together. That's right. So whatever it is, whatever is going to be important to your family, whatever you guys are going to say yes to, camp out on those to make your no's easier. So that as opportunities come up, you can immediately or quicker be able to say, yes, that falls in line with our values or no, that's going to be a no for us because that does not line up with what we're about. That's so good. So good. It's a good reminder for me too, because I already know it's going to be busy this fall. So what are the things that are important to our family that I can say yes to? And what are the things that maybe I might feel left out if I didn't do, but it's actually going to be more of a pull on my family. Yeah. And so I need to say no to those things. Yeah, that's good.
Okay, moms, we love you. We are so thankful to be back with you. We hope you have a great start back to school. Um, if you are teaching, we are praying for you. We are Girls cheering you and on. guys. Yes. Which there's some guy teachers at my kids' school this year. Yeah. I'm so excited. Me too. Shout out. Yeah. Um, we are praying for you. And I've been praying for my kids' teachers because I know that these years are hard. And I'm so thankful that you're doing all that you are to make my kids stay successful. Thank you. And our homeschool mamas that are the teachers, we're praying for you too and cheering you on. You're doing such important work. Um, and we love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Gathermoms.com now has a shop and we would love for you to go check it out and get the cutest mama swag for you and your mom friends.